Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Zoobcast, episode sixty-six, and uh, and the, the season is 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 coming to its its magnum it's far from over. Oh well, it is far <laughs> from over. But uh, but there's there's what ten games, eleven games left for the Sens here down the uh, down the stretch, and they're making it a little bit interesting. I think like it's not total doom and gloom after what they just did last night against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, a seven to two destruction of the uh, two-time Stanley Cup champions in the last three years, uh, but uh, but there's been a lot of send stuff going on, which is why we wanted to get an episode out here. Um, there's been some some signings. There's some good storylines. Some lineup decisions. Uh, I don't really know. I I think, I mean, the Lightning game was great, but I think objectively the coolest sends game in the last week or so since our last episode came out was. Uh, was the Dylan Ferguson game. So I feel like we kind of have to lead with with this. Uh, I feel like that was objectively the f- sense funniest game of the season. Yeah, I think I agree. <laughs> Everything the bar going was on. high. They always oh. have some funny ones, but that might have topped it. That was unreal. Yeah, like, how could you even explain that? That, that, that? So I heard the stat on the broadcast of that game. I'm not sure if that's if it's right, because I saw other people tweeting other things. But apparently Dylan Ferguson had played in one previous game with Vegas. And he had a 500 save percentage in that game. He gave up like two, two shots. Yeah. Yeah. Or okay. One on so two, yeah. yeah. One on two. So that's right. So, so here's a minutes. guy with a, in, in nine minutes and 14 seconds was the, was the time that he played. He has a 500 save percentage at the NHL level. He was signed. What? A, like a week before the game, because the Sens had like no goalies. They got him for future considerations from the Marlies. It was a Belleville trade, brought him in, signed him. And it's like, yeah, here you go, kid. You're you're playing for the Sens, <laughs> playing against Pittsburgh, who is like, they have been sucking lately, and they are playing for very important games, for their for their playoff hopes. And here comes big big man Dylan Ferguson in the crease, who gets a 980 save percentage in that game, and the Sens win two to one uh, against Pittsburgh. And and the thing that is, I find the craziest about this whole thing is that this is now two times, not even just in the same year, two times yeah. in the same month, really, that a Senators rookie goalie has come in and broken the record for most shots faced or saves made, whatever it was, in a starting game. That's nuts, isn't it? it it's crazy. I <laughs> like to think that this guy was basically like an AHL, ECHL tweener. The funniest thing that I think is all the sense connections that stem from him because he was picked by dallas yeah in 2017 i'm fairly certain yes 2017 seventh round then literally like just a few days later he gets traded to vegas for along with a second round pick for mark mathot that's first sense connection there you go and then he has that game where he plays like just nine minutes whatever goes back to to the whl is between the ECHL and the AHL. Meanwhile, that second round pick that Vegas got 
ends up moving around in the Mark Stone trade and becomes Igor Sokolov. There you go. And then he comes in and absolutely dismantles the Penguins, which we absolutely love yeah, to see. Nice. That's a that's a full circle moment for yeah. for uh, Dylan Ferguson, whether he knew it or not. Um, and Dylan Ferguson is is actually still with the team. Like they didn't send him back down after that. Um, he hasn't played since that game. Sogard has started uh, the last couple, and he's played real well, uh, which I think is real good for him. Do you couldn't think Ferguson... play the next game because he was hungover? Apparently, with the... yeah, yeah. So so, what was that? Okay, can I I I sent you this right by with my friend at the at the at the bar. Okay, I'm I want to say it because it's a funny story. So so Dylan Ferguson, right? The report comes out. They're playing. They're they just played Pittsburgh. He's playing Boston the next day. They're playing Boston. And people are like, oh, man, maybe you should start this Ferguson kid. Like, he's riding the hot hand. Like, maybe you just go with him on the back-to-back. And and the report comes out in the morning. Dylan Ferguson not available. Non-COVID illness. I'm like, oh, too ailment. bad. Yeah, ailment. Yeah, sorry. Word. Ailment. And I say, oh, too bad. Oh, well. Give give it to Sogard. I got a text from my, my good friend, Liam. And Liam says, guess who just bought all the Sens IR guys shots at Joey's? I assume that means Joey Lansan or Joey Rito. And I'm like, no way. And he's and I'm like, who was there? And he's like, Forsberg was there, which first of all, that's great. That means that he's walk like he's he's walking, legs lifted right. And all the posts that have been put up by like the wags and all that stuff. Yeah, he's he's looked great. He's he's he looks he's, so he seems looks healthy. To have some some knee flexibility, which is good. Hope, yeah, hopefully that recovery's have, going well. I have a good Go story about Forsberg too. Well, it's actually about his kid. I don't know if you guys saw the picture of him at the Senseplex. Because yes. like there's a picture of him like bending over and it was like okay good so he's with Gavin's ACL yeah, with yeah. Gavin. It was with Gavin, but so his son also plays there in the right like a couple of the the players um have their kids at the Bell Senseplex kind of kids four on four like Sparty learn to skate type things. So anyways, my sister works there. I used to work there. She works there now, and she does the on ice. So she's on the ice with some of the kids sometimes, and she didn't realize it was Forsberg's son. So she goes, oh, do you want to be a goalie one day? <laughs> like, kind of like, has no clue who she's talking to. And he looked at her. Like, I think he's like five or six. Looked at her like, do you know who my dad is? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, of course, he's going to want to be a goalie. His dad's in the NHL as a goalie. That's she had funny. no clue until after when she saw him like walking, saw the kid walking away with Forsberg. She's like, oh, I probably shouldn't have asked that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, apparently, um, apparently Giroux's kid uh, the other day was like, didn't want to go on the ice at all. So they got uh, Ryan Giroux's like FaceTiming Claude to get Claude, Claude oh. to like force him to get onto the ice because he just yeah. wasn't in the mood or something. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, they're there when, like multiple times a week. Yeah. When when Claude Giroux tells you to get on the ice, you get on the ice. Like that's... <laughs> I would. It would work for yeah. me. Yeah, it would work yeah, for me so. too. Um, but uh, so anyway, there you go. Anton Forsberg is, is doing well. So he was at he was at the bar. Uh, I think Tal- Talbot was at the bar. Uh, like, like who else was there? Joseph, no, everyone, everyone on Joseph, IR, essentially. everyone on IR. Yeah. Like Joseph was there and, and, and he was having a good time. And Dylan Ferguson was also at Joey's. <laughs> so I'm going to assume that that minor non COVID ailment might, might've been a couple too many drinks after the Pittsburgh game. And, and he might've just gone home and taken a nap and then got up and did it all again. So, you know what? Good for him. I, re- I respect it. You you win your first game like that, you earned a day off and you can go to Joey's and get some free shots from the locals. So that's that's the update on Dylan Ferguson that I'm sure you've all been itching to hear. Uh, so Dylan Ferguson steals the Sens that game uh, against Pittsburgh. And everyone's happy because the Sens beat Pittsburgh. So that's always fun. Like playoff hopes aside, they that's just great. Pittsburgh. 
especially yeah. in Pittsburgh. Especially yeah. in Pittsburgh. That okay. That horn that they do. You guys hear that, right? That they're the Pittsburgh, the the triple horn. You know what I'm talking about? I did it. Yes. I was yes. watching oh. it in class. So. Oh my god. That has to be the most annoying thing in the league. Like, like, really. It is so obnoxious and loud. And at the weirdest times. It's at it comes at the weirdest times. Like the puck is like it's been like neutral zone play for like three minutes. The Penguins have barely generated, like the game's been so boring. And then here comes Brady Kachuk skating up the ice. And it's like, wah, 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 let's go. Pe-. Like, oh my God, you cannot be doing this in the middle of the play. There's no way. It, I, I couldn't, I couldn't bear it. I remember listening to it every, like in that series in the playoffs, every time they play Pittsburgh. I don't know why more people, maybe I'm just grumpy. I don't know why more people aren't talking about it. It's got to be the most annoying thing I've heard in any arena is the Penguins triple horn. Uh, so I'm very happy that the Sens, when the Sens win in Pittsburgh. And I think that was their first win in Pittsburgh in quite some time on the broadcast. They were saying it It was like, might've been their first win regular season win uh, in Pittsburgh in like eight years or something. Like they like never win in Pittsburgh. Do not fact check me on this because I'm not sure if that's incredibly correct. So that would be our first win in Pittsburgh with playoffs combined since the Bobby Ryan OT winner. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so. I think so. I don't think we've won in Pittsburgh since that. That's a little sad, isn't it? Yeah. I thought it was like the first time they won in regulation in Pittsburgh in like yeah. eleven years. Yeah, that that was oh. what I that's what I was talking oh, about. Okay, all right. That so we sense. hate. We really don't like. We really don't like Pittsburgh. It's, there's not a lot of. Yeah, we we don't. Same with Chicago. Yeah, yeah I feel like sure. they never they never won in Chicago. I hate that. both those yeah. orgs, honestly. That's yeah, just... fair. <laughs> Very valid. Um, but oh well, they win. And that's uh, that makes it speaking, a little more interesting for the playoff. I was gonna say, speaking of the Blackhawks, Nikita Zaitsev scored his first goal. Yeah, shout out, that, shout out. Did you it was see in a that goal? Loss oh my god! To the, to the Capitals, I think. I think that he went had off the no stage, emotion. Bad. Yeah. He had no emotion when he scored. Too, it was like okay, it's in the well because he scored when the team now. was already on five nothing in the third period, and it didn't even look like a shot. It looked like oh crap, I don't want to lose this at the point. Let me just get rid of it. Yeah. You know, like we we yeah. watched him play like. Well, good, uh, I'm surprised yeah, they go driving. high and left. Honestly, if anything, <laughs> maybe they really. I, I think he meant to raise it and it didn't get off the ice. I don't know. <laughs> that would make more sense. Ozzy, um, but yeah, the the uh, Zaitsev gets his first goal. We're all very happy for him. I think, and uh, Sens, so the Sens beat Peng- the Sens beat the Penguins. They then have to play the uh, the Bruins on a back to back. So everyone's kind of dreading that. Um, and they go in, and and I didn't watch that. We had all three of us. I think had hockey. Well, we yeah. were. I mean, we did. Uh, I didn't. I didn't watch very much of that game. We missed like most of the last two games because of our we did. league. Yeah, we had hockey the same time the Suns had hockey. I, I just bring my it. phone out onto the bench and we watched. Yeah, it. we were. That was yeah. clutch. We were watching some of that. Um, but they, I mean, they made they play a heck of a game against the Bruins and and lose because it's the Bruins. Uh, yeah. two. I believe they also lost two one. Um, yeah. so that was kind of like yeah, top they, whatever. They went two and two against the Bruins, and both losses were in back to backs on the road. Yeah, like you and can't they were close. Like they weren't upset. blowouts at all. Yeah. Now Louis doesn't like when I bring this up, but like the okay. sense of a two point one percent chance to make the playoffs, <laughs> according to Moneyball. If they did, I think like I, I don't think the sense would win. I just think if you're if you're Boston, you're looking at all the options. Ottawa and maybe Florida are the ones that probably scare you the most. Oh, I, I think the sense would. I think the sense would beat the Bruins. Yeah. Okay, well, I, yeah. let's, let's relax. <laughs> I think the Bruins, and this has nothing to do with the Sens. I think the Bruins are either winning the cup or losing in the first round. No yeah, in between. Agreed. 
Agreed. Right? It's either like this isn't going to work as soon as they hit the playoffs or it's not a fluke and they're making it all the way. So, so if they get Penguins the... or Islanders, they win the cup is what we're saying. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, if they play the Penguins, you're going to smoke the Penguins. I could see the I, Islanders. Somehow. I could. I was, I was going to say, I could see the Islanders. It's just because uh, nobody would expect it. Yeah. And Sorokin I think, but I, I think they'd beat Florida. That's true. I think they'd beat yeah. Florida, but I think they'd lose to Ottawa. Florida? Oh, Florida's tough. But think about Florida's... it. If the Sens get in, it's going to be off a crazy, ridiculous heater that they get in. Yeah, like, like if, nine if, and one or eight. They are going to be riding so high. Like you're not going to, you're not losing. You are I going to. I mean, who's in, in like, that? Who's in that game one? Well, at this point, if you Tal- get Talbot. into the playoffs, no, well, no. Listen, if you get into the playoffs at this point, it's because Solgard or Ferguson, obviously, could be well, Talbot, like either of those, Talbot would have gone off. Okay, yeah. But like the thing is, say, if one of them has gone off, like if we do make the playoffs, yeah. because one of them is super hot, and you just have to roll with them. I know it'd be yeah. Nice but remember to have when the Hamburglar run? I know. But what I'm saying playoffs. is, Ham- Hammond still started game one as he should have, right? And two, no. And they lost. Yeah. Both well, because it was one game. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd still <laughs> start him. Is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's, I don't know. We'll see. I I feel like once Talbot gets back, Adam, I don't want to put him in right so away. So you're telling me if Sogard goes like ten and one? Look, look. If they somehow made the playoffs, I wouldn't care. Yeah, that's the thing. It, no, yeah. If Sogard goes ten and one, if, you if Sogard, him. if Sogard plays the rest of the regular season and wills them into the playoffs, yes, he'll start. But what yeah. I'm saying is, I don't think that will happen. If they get Talbot, like I think as soon as the Talbot is healthy, he's going in the net. When the okay, yeah, but thing, when is he coming back? I don't know. I the thought it was soon. thing is they only have one back to back left for the rest of the year. So in theory, yeah, they, one goalie, but, if they have a hot goalie, could play the rest of the year except one game. The thing is that's yeah. that back to back. The second half is Columbus. Columbus. So yeah. Oh, so it's a free game. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> it is still a back to back, and it's in Columbus, and you're traveling from oh. Toronto to Columbus, which is not far, but still. They beat Buffalo. Yeah, they beat but... Washington. They, they almost beat the Pens, remember? Well, the Sens have beat them the badly chain. twice. So I'm yeah, I know, confident. I know. But it's the only one they've had in Columbus, and it's a back-to-back. Although, let's yeah. see if is if Columbus is also on a back-to-back. Yeah, they are. Okay, yeah, it should be a yeah. Like everyone plays win, on April first but... or something. Well, and, and like crazy. the way that the Sens <laughs> schedule works, that's the only free space on the card. And I think they play Philly. Uh, they have Philly. Yeah, yeah, Philly, but... and I think maybe like. Game game eighty against Tampa, they'll probably be resting guys. Game eighty one against Carolina, they'll probably be resting guys. And then you'd Buffalo. hope to win those. I don't know. Yeah, Tampa I mean... might want to get home ice advantage if that's possible. <laughs> we'll see where they, they are. Five points season. back with two more games played than Toronto. Okay, There's so like, no. Okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like think yeah. the Sens are five points back with the same amount of games, and think of how unlikely that you is. Know what? Let me reward that. Tampa's going to be fighting for a playoff spot. Let's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be fighting with given, Ottawa. Given last yeah. night, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, they so look. The they look bad. They looked yeah. real bad, Tampa. But it's they looked lot bad last year in March too. You remember? That's, like yeah. I think their entire top six had like two goals over ten games. And right, and then they just turn it up for the playoffs. It's the type of team they know what's gonna happen, right? As soon as long as they, you know, do it in the playoffs, nobody cares what you do in March. Well, for but, our sake, they better turn it on in the playoffs because of who they're playing. Yeah. Although I wouldn't hate to see them lose. They were they're not a very likable team at this point. I, I used to I, like them. I but... agree, but I want I would rather see Toronto. Yes, lose. I agree. I agree. But I hope whoever wins yeah. that series loses in round two. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean they're gonna um, be playing Boston, right? They're gonna be playing Ottawa. They're gonna right, yeah, they're gonna be playing Ottawa. <laughs> um New Jersey plays tonight against Buffalo, and the Sens play them tomorrow, as we're recording this on Friday. So that's Perfect. finally the Sens get one of those matchups. I yeah, they've had a couple, but it feels like 
it feels like there's more where they're the team on the back-to-back. Um, they've had a couple where they're facing back-to-backs, like I think the Toronto game last week. But yeah. Akira Schmidt is probably going to start for the Devils. He has really good stats, 924. I don't even, I don't even know who that is. I'm pretty okay. sure it's pronounced Akira Schmidt. I think he had a crazy... Sure. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, Schmid. Yeah, yes, Schmid. There's no T. I'm, pr- I'm pretty... Schmid, Schmid. Anyways, I think he had a really good game against the Sens last year. Yeah, one goal against on 26 shots. Was that the OT game when he came in? And no, it was five to one, so I doubt it. Oh wow! Oh wait! Oh no, that you're saying last this is year? this is this season. This wow. is this season. Sorry, sorry. Oh, last and that was year, in Ottawa. This season, yeah. Okay, I was at that game. That was brutal. Yes. Oh yeah, that was a miserable game. That was a miserable the game. Forsberg yeah. got uh, pulled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that game, and then Talbot came in and played well, but. Get an insane save. But they were probably weren't on the back to yeah, back right. back then. That was probably just a oh, we play our backup against the Sens game. Now it's because they're playing a game tonight. So hopefully well, you need to win. Well they you're also gonna, have to travel back to, to New Jersey. Yeah. From the long and distant town of Buffalo. So <laughs> but, whatever, whatever. It's an advantage. At the end yeah. of the day, it's an advantage and they need to keep building momentum. I mean, again, they can probably afford one regulation loss and maybe an OT loss the rest of the way. So that's doable, and they have to beat probably beat Pitt, uh, Florida both times. <laughs> I'm I'm most confident in them doing that. That's like the thing. That Did I'm... you do you not remember the game against Florida? Uh, that that no, was well, easily their Adam worst and I, game. Of we the talked season. about this. We did, Adam. We talked about this. I the game that I that got was most frustrated easily their worst game of the year was when we played against Florida in like was it was it late October or was it November by then? I oh, but that's November. Like in... That's November. Let's check. It was that, if it's in November twenty ninth. Yeah, it was late October. Yeah, that was so they lost five to three, but the shots were 58 26. (laughs) We got oh, yeah, I do remember. Remember the shots in the first or 26 4? Well, a lot has changed. Yeah, a lot lot has changed, changed. right? But that was Nick Holden's first goal of the year, by the way. (laughs) Go on, Nick Holden. (laughs) Chuck scored a nice goal that game, too. I remember this from Holden. Yeah. Was this but, right yeah, before got... or right after Dylan Gambrell played his first game against Tampa and scored? Uh, I think Tampa was November 1st or 4th or oh. something like that. So this was so this pre-Gambrell was... era. It doesn't count. <laughs> now they're different. Pre-Patrick Sorry. Brown era. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a different team. I, I don't know. I, I I feel I can't really say that I have a reason. I, I, I have a feeling the Sens are going to obliterate Florida both times. I hope they play Bobrovsky. Right. Then I'd feel somewhat confident. You gotta believe sometimes. Um, let's okay. Let's let's go on. The Sens also played the Leafs, uh, in a game that they should have won. They played better than the Leafs, I think. I think a lot of people would agree. Um, Matt Murray played real well, and uh, which is kind of too got bad. Fifty shots on him. <laughs> yeah, he did his job. Um, a couple of the goals. None. None. I mean, there was a couple of glove side goals, but they weren't like. Real glove side goals. Bro, we went like, nine rounds. Why didn't we shoot on him glove side more? Often? I know or, that's what I was or, saying. Why didn't Zub go out? Yeah, field? you're going yeah. nine yeah. rounds deep. There were some, and, and there were some bad it. shootout attempts. There were some real stinkers oh, yeah. in there from both sides. It's funny because as soon as Shabbat came out, I was like, "Oh God, I love Shabbat, but he <laughs> yeah. is not a shootout taker at all." And then he instantly bobbles it, it into. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what though? I remember this Shabbat when he was first coming into the league. I don't even know if he was in the league yet. There was a clip, like the first Shabbat clip that I remember that went viral was when he was with the St. John Sea Dogs and he had a, it might've been a penalty shot or a shootout and he did the Forsberg and it worked. 
and and people were like man look at this guy <laughs> like this guy's unreal at these break like at the breakaways thomas shabbat and uh i was i was hoping he was gonna bring out the forsberg for that but send so the sends losing a shootout to the leafs and and okay the last game that we're going to talk about that we we have missed is before the leafs game the sends played colorado at home oh uh, i was there it was oh yeah louis louis had to endure <clears throat> he had to endure that one i don't i i am not one to complain about the refs i rarely do I'd say I never do, honestly. I, I sometimes like I'll say that's a weird call, but I, I am not the type of guy that says the refs lost this team the game. The refs lost the Sens that game. And I am a hundred percent I know I'm right. Like like surely. That was that was like that was seriously it's unreal. That it's seriously unreal. Like that that Sogard icing goal was nuts. I've the never fact, seen anything like, like, like that. The fact that it wasn't icing, then wasn't blown dead, then wasn't like overturned for goalie interference with the fact that they literally pushed the puck in with the pad. Isn't that legal? That's the only part that was legal no. about that. Pushing the puck you, in. You, you can't push the puck no, in. You're pushing That's the pad still, yeah. in to oh, okay. get it in. Like that's literally yeah. anyway. And that was literally reviewable and they reviewed it and they still didn't overturn it. But honestly, whatever the best part about that game and in being there was the crowd going bonkers every time the refs <laughs> called an icing from them. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, oh, did you see yesterday? Yesterday, Stutzla yes. tried to ice yeah. it on the PK, and it hit this the ref right in the stomach, and the crowd just started cheering out of nowhere. They're just like all <laughs> happy that the ref got hit in the stomach. Oh boy! I don't know. I mean, I oh, like we said, we didn't watch all of it. I was also driving for like the entire second period, um, so I didn't see a lot. But like Gordon well, Dean on the radio were very upset with the referees, so I got to well, believe I mean, that they were terrible. Yeah. Well, they were up. I mean, the Suns won seven two. I don't really care how the refs did in that. Yeah, game. I know, I know. I think it was three two at that point, though. But yeah. Well, either way, so so it's been an eventful week of Suns games. We we have not been short of entertainment and engagement in these last five games. Um, and and there has been. Wait, wait some can, news. before before we move on from the from the Lightning stuff. Oh, okay. Can we just shout out Eric Brandstrom for yeah, that goal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Definitely. no! Get Adam Lord. to do it. Get Adam to do it specifically. Yeah, great. Okay, That's yeah. it. Was an unreal, unreal. Unreal goal by Eric Brandstrom. I, I've no I would say Shabbat has also been playing very well lately. Yeah. Adam, thoughts? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't really seen it, but go on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sure he's been great. I, if you're saying it. But shout out Eric Brandstrom. I, I think Louie and I were talking that Eric Brandstrom goal might might be the Sens goal of the year right now. Unless you can think of another one. Um. Ooh, I'd have just to... like how nice it was or like most hype or there were some like pretty passing plays that I think were up yeah. there. Like Giroux's first goal in his first home game against Boston. That was like maybe my favorite goal of the year or like any of the goals against Detroit in those back-to-back games. I don't even think that Giroux goal was my favorite Giroux goal of the year. I think maybe the clapper is, against San Jose yeah, the clapper. Yes. Oh, also, yeah. did you see Giroud? He almost did it the... yesterday. Yeah. It was yes. like, yeah. that was not the time. The puck was like bobbling and it was like, no, it bobbled angle. after he winded up though. Well, anyway, I think it, um, yeah, it would have been nice I, if he should have bar down. I don't know. Him. As far as individual effort, I think that branch from branch goal is yeah. pretty hard to beat. That I was pretty good. good. So shout out Eric branch heck of a, heck of a game, heck of a goal. We will move on. Um, talk about Ferguson. So the sentence, the Sens are signing some prospects, which is not abnormal uh, at this time of the season. One of them has been rumored for ages, and so it was kind of just like, okay, this happened. So Tyler Clevin has been signed to a three-year entry-level contract. He was at practice 
today on Friday. Um, and he talked to the media. He's going to wear 43. Do you guys like that? 43? Or is that kind of a stupid number in your opinion? I think I mean, it's a boring it's number. It's yeah. perfect. Like you just, you want your seventh D man to have a boring number, right? So yeah, that, you know, that's true. That's a very good point, Josh. Okay. Go on 43 for, for Tyler Clevin. Uh, DJ Smith said he wants to get him in some games. I doubt he's going to play tomorrow against New Jersey. That would seem a little rushed. No, uh, he's not. He even, he's not. even though Chikrin's injured and doubtful, it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be Holden coming in. Yeah. It'll be Holden, which is all right. He hasn't been in a Chikrin really i don't know if he's gone a single game with the sands without an injury scare and you know it's the part of it may be because subconsciously you know he's had injury issues in the past but i feel like every single game something happens where he goes down and it takes him just a little tiny bit longer than usual to get up and you're like oh well now he's injured and obviously now yeah. he's injured it could be more they said he had a root canal yesterday i don't know it could be related to that jesus but this poor guy he needs some he needs more that's why he wasn't at practice he had a root canal and then they said he wasn't sleeping very well the last couple of days because of it or i don't know do you, do you think could you eat, out about it or something could you eat raw meat with a root canal you think you could do not, that like not the same day oh man that, yeah that man that it's must inc- insanely painful i don't know how he even played last night yeah, I, isn't I, none of neither of you had a root canal, right? None of us have had a no, root canal. No, my mom did a couple of weeks ago, and she is it like, is it does it really? Hurt? It was one of those painful things. Yeah. Jeez, uh, yikes! Well, poor chicken. I'm sure it depends on the experience you have, like was it like sedatives and stuff. I don't know. I don't. I've never done it, and I hope to never have to. But it's it's pretty funny that we have dentist discourse. We are called the Zoobcast, and Zoob is Russian for tooth. So this actually fits there is the another there's another podcast called not the Zoopcast just Zoopcast and it's a Russian dentist podcast. We'll have to do a collab one day Good with it, with them. I don't know how the language barrier would work, but maybe Zoob could be like our translator. He could come on and like moderate it. This is what he's been like get, sharpening his English for specifically yeah. this moment. Do you think? Do you think? I often wonder this. Do you think Zoob knows about no. the Zoopcast? No shot. No? No, really? Do you think he would never have even come across it on an online search? I don't think so. No one, no one on Twitter has been like, "Oh, there's a there's a thing called the Zoobcast." No one, you think he, you think he's never heard of it? I don't think he has. Oh, I don't like your attitude. I I I bet I bet someone's told him. I bet someone. I, like there there could definitely be like maybe like a player that may have had one impression of it and completely yeah. forgotten about it. But since, that's what but I there's mean. There's no way Zoob. No, but there's no way Zoob knows about it actively. Maybe he was once told and then completely forgot, like you're saying. He had one impression, <laughs> forgot. I don't know. Whatever. I Maybe I never forget. Too excited. Uh, so the Sens signed Clevin. He might play. The Sens have also brought over Levi Marilainen from Finland. That is uh, the more important one, honestly, yeah, I was given our goalie say, situation. Oh my so, God. so Belleville and Ottawa, but Belleville has been ravaged by goalie injuries this year. Like Antoine Bebo has barely played. Uh, Sogard's been here because both our goalies are out, and so is uh, Mandalese. Uh, they've they've gone through a couple of PTOs. Like they signed the Queens University goalie to an ATO who played yeah. a couple of games. That was crazy. Ferguson was down there for a while. He played real well. But here comes Levi Marilainen, who has had an excellent season in Finland, and a lot of a couple of people are kind of looking at him as like maybe the goalie of the future for the Sens. Um, so you so Levi Marilyn and I don't know what the Belleville situation is in terms of playoff hopes, but you would have to think he's going to help them. Very close. Yeah, yeah. They I think lost it's what the last Bell. game. I think. Yeah, for the last for the fifth and the final spot. Let's check the league standings. Get some Belleville Senators discussion. Yeah, but they either way, are, I think 
I think it's it would be very important for Levi to get those games, eh, to try to help them get in. Yeah. I think he'll definitely help them. Well, here's a fun stat. Um, in the Eastern Conference, they have the most penalty minutes. They're the Scotty only team Sabs. above 1,000. Scotty Sabs. Love and then, that. yeah, so <clears throat> because uh, Laval has been terrible lately, I guess, um, they are currently in a playoff spot by one point. There we so, go. Massive. You got to keep it up. If, 27, if Belleville... 28, and 7. That's good. That's getting them in the playoffs? Yep. Wow. 199 goals for, 223 goals against. Oh, my spot. God. Oh, my God. But, the, but, oh, but, but they're 6-2-2 two, and two in their last 10. That's so big. they've passed Laval, who's four, five, and one. If the if Belleville Cleveland, gets into the... actually, actually Cleveland is in last, but they have some games in hand. So by point percentage, they're just outside. Okay, if Belleville gets in, we should do some Belleville playoff discourse. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. You well, can talk about it'll Angus. Be, it'll coincide yeah. with the Sens playoffs. That's the only issue. Okay. Okay. Actually, more importantly, it would coincide with the sixty sevens more likely playoffs. But you know, uh, I would say they're less likely, but. Guaranteed since like a month ago, but that's all right. Well, UK, same amount, hundred percent, hundred percent, same thing. Okay, we'll leave it. At, we're gonna leave it at that. Do you? Are you excited? Do you think Levi Marilyn and, uh, like what? What are we thinking for him? Like, is he gonna be the the full time starter next year in Belleville? Is that the plan? Mm, I don't know about full time starter because it all depends on what we, like. It depends on what we do with our backup situation in Ottawa, mm-hmm. because if we do get a backup. That I'm assuming Forsberg's back as starter. You'd say, yeah. You know, at least the 1A. And then that if we do get a backup, that means Sogard's down. So then you'd have Sogard and Marilyn and both like splitting starts in Belleville. Mm-hmm. But if if Sogard stays up, given like the amount of experience he's gotten so far, um, I'm assuming he'd be, Marilyn would be starting in Belleville. And then he, I, I guess Mandalese is the backup. That's kind of, he's getting shafted pretty bad, Mandalese, eh? Like, I know. That's too bad for him, but that's it's what like, happens when like, you get so many goalies. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. But hey, oh, well. I, like at a moment's notice, you could just get hot and get the starting job, and then just you know, all they need is a, a small heater. I mean, Ferguson literally just got acquired, then went five and one for Belleville, and then came got up, a, got a fortunate start because of injuries with with the Sens situation, and boom. So anything can really happen, especially with goalies. anything can happen. I'm I'm excited to see Levi because I he played for Kingston that one year in the OHL and he was kind of not great. Good, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so you think like he comes over to North America and he kind of stinks, and then he goes back to Finland and he's unreal this year in what's considered a better league, if I'm not mistaken, where he was playing. Oh, yeah, in Finland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. a top five league. Okay, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't know if it was the junior league or the or the pro league, but the so he, he goes, no. Here's it. The thing is, like, no goalie like. Most goalies don't have good stats in the OHL, like at all. That's true. Like, yeah, I think there's a like that's part of the big reason that Canada's having such a hard time producing goalies is like they're put into leagues with no defensive structure. Their save percentages are almost always like below 900 or right around it if their team's good. Like, and then you have these European goalies who are getting exposed to pro leagues at a much younger age, or at least in the pro pipeline. Right, you may not be in the Liga, but you could be right below it, or you could just be in their junior leagues. And they're coming over and they're going to the AHL, so they're getting a bit of experience behind some not terrific defensive structure, and then they're ready for the NHL. Whereas, like in the OHL, you're playing there until you're like 19 or 20, behind absolutely nothing, and it doesn't really help your development, I think. But 
Yeah, there's a case to be made. It's good. It's good that he went back. I think for his development and for the yeah, Suns, yeah. like I think that'll help him, especially because he got hot right around the end of the season, right? Like he was on fire to end the year. Mm-hmm. So definitely, I'm excited. Good I'm excited between to him, see him. And I still have faith in Sogard. Like, yeah, me too. He's a huge goalie. He's what 22. You can't expect a goalie coming in playing on the Sens, right? It's not like their defense is top ten in the league, right? Like it's good, but defensively, like right, like their defense. Players are good, but their defensive structure is not good. Can't really expect him to come in and put up a 9.15 at 22 in his rookie year. So, I guess before we go, the Sens, like, where are the Sens at right now in terms of standings? I think they're five points back with the same number of games in hand on, on, uh, on Pittsburgh, who they're trying to catch. So... I know people are like, you know, everybody's like, some people are like, oh, they're going like, let's, let's do this playoff push. I think they have a chance. Some people are like, oh, whatever. It's just good that they're in the spot. Some people want to lose. So what I, my, my question would be how, you know, in an ideal, somewhat realistic manner, how would, what is your idea of the perfect end to this season? Like, how do you, how perfect. do you, what do you want to see? Perfect. Like how, Okay. Ten well, and oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you want to see? Like, what do you want from the Sens in the, in the last couple, last ten games here? Like, what do you want to see? Um, realistically, I yeah. I'd say like again, I'm just happy we're even talking again. Late March, yeah. talking about maybe not certainly, but you know, somewhat meaningful games, especially in, in the yeah, playing in the Florida race, in the hunt. Um, I would but... say, I would say if you if you don't think the playoffs are realistic more focus on individual stuff yeah like i want timmy yeah. to get 40 goals 40 yeah. goals 90 points for stutzla yeah kachuk ending with point per game like 82 or more points uh Giroux hitting a thousand points. yeah how close i mean is he's, he's seven away seven away so he should oh he'll do seven it seven in ten games either he'll that or he could get an opening night next season that would be awesome that'd be cool but, um, when do we play the Giroux hit 30 goals uh, three yeah. games from now, he would need oh, like eight. Uh, if he goes off, if he gets maybe. two points next game, two points against Florida, then he needs three against uh, Philly. Hat trick, hat trick against oh, Philly to finish it. That would be insane. Oh my That'd god! Be but yeah, that no, would make listen, the season. Listen, the thing is, I didn't come into into this season expecting we'd make the playoffs. So the fact we're talking about this is nice. Um, the fact that we've gotten Chikrin in exchange for our first, I don't even need to worry about whatever pick we're gonna make unless we win the lottery, which then it's great. You know, it's it's gotten to the point where you can't win the lottery as a playoff team, though. That's very true, Josh. You make a great point. But um, where how no, far can we, they move up? What's 10, the rule? 10. They can move ten up. Yeah. So, so, so technically, is... technically, they can win the lottery as long as they're not the seventeenth place team. Pretty sure. Or sixteenth. Adam, there's thirty-two teams. Sixteen make it. Sixteen don't. So if we move up, what are you talking on about? On the off chance. Then it goes up to six and Arizona gets the. Oh, pick. you mean finish 17th in the league? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I thought you meant 17th last. Yeah. And I was like, so, like, oh, no. Basically, the, the odds of them finishing 17th in the league are so slim because you'd think they're either going to make the playoffs or they'll stay around 19 to 22. In which case, if they win the lottery, it's a top 10 pick. If they don't, well, Arizona gets the pick and who knows what they'll do. But l- listen, like the thing is, next year is must. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that absolutely. And I feel like that's kind of been in general our philosophy. Yeah. I know some people wanted that to be this year, some people maybe even last year. But that's why at this point, I'm pretty happy with where we are at and 
as Josh said, just kind of focus on individual. Mm-hmm. If they could hit, I think a good, co- a cool thing would also be if they could hit 41 wins. You say they actually won half their games. Yeah. That's six in their I last like that. 10. Yeah. That's they went doable. like six and four, six, three and one. Again, you're. Or go 42. Make sure you're it. like legitimately above <laughs> yeah. The thing is, you could. Yes. That's usually what I like to do. At that point, they'd have 90 points. Yeah. And that would make it interesting. I mean, 90 points. And, and. If, if Pittsburgh... and the Penguins have been sucking, the Penguins what, have really been right? sucking like, lately. If they got, if that would be like we said, ninety points. If they got one OT loss, um, Pittsburgh would need to go above five hundred. Florida would need to go two games above five hundred hmm. for them to like for to pass Ottawa's ninety point total. You think Wildcard two will be over ninety points? Like most likely. Interesting, but eight wins. Eight one and one probably gets you in. It's really like very tough to do, but <laughs> all they have to do is go eight one and one. That's all. Let's just hey, go man. eight one and one against like eight the and hardest two, schedule eight and in two hockey. Might not anymore. It's not as hard anymore. And again, right? You probably have teams that are going to be resting guys pretty pretty soon. Like they play Carolina twice in the last five games. I'm not saying they're going to rest their entire top six, but you they're already without Sveshnikov. You think that you know maybe in one game they'll give Aho and the D man off, and then in the other game they'll give different guys off. The the funniest outcome would and they be if want they the actually, sense to make it. If they actually do go eight one and one and their two losses are against Columbus and Philadelphia, and they just that, beat that all the would other happen. Teams. Yeah. Yeah, it would. That'd be funny. Also, I was look I was just looking at the schedule. So I know but I don't know how like Buffalo is kinda out of it, but the Sens play the Sabres. The the Sens last game of the season is against the Sabres. The Sabres play their last game the next it's day rescheduled. against the yeah. Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> So it was rescheduled <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, that's well, why. Anyway, and I Otherwise, was also, it shaped there was up to a, be a, good game. a correction to be made. The Sens actually have, I believe, two <laughs> more back to backs this year. They play, uh, I was, I, unless I'm reading the schedule wrong, I believe you they are. play, I think you know, they play Florida, Tampa back to back. Oh, no, this is, oh, there's just no games on the 7th of, it, nope. of April at all. Okay, never mind. No games I'm, I'm on the score. Oh I'm on the score, and I'm just, what's on up. the 7th for them to not put a game? I don't know. It's Easter Sunday, I believe, or Easter Friday. Oh, no, on the seventh, on the April seventh. Okay, oh. go on. Yeah, no, it <laughs> it's, is it's Easter. Josh's it is birthday, Easter. That's actually. probably why. But they have games okay. on the tenth, and that's Easter Monday. Yeah. And they have games. Do they have games on the ninth? Yep. I don't think they have games. Two games they on do? the ninth. Isn't Easter Sunday like the biggest oh. day of Easter weekend? As as a Jew, yeah. I can't answer that question. <laughs> Do the Panthers play on the ninth? Because will uh, Eric and Mark Stahl? No, it's just Boston, Philly, yeah. and Colorado, Anaheim. What yeah, a day yeah. of games! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll we'll see. I I mean, hey, I I think I think Louis said it best. I think it's it's great that the Sens are here, and we're we're still watching. Like they are still in the hunt. They're they're keeping it interesting. They're keeping me engaged, and that's all I care about. So they, uh, I think, let's be happy with where we are, and maybe they pull it off, man. Who knows? Let's let's I mean, keep hey, watching. Like, but at least there's a chance, right? At like, least there's a chance. Yeah. Sure. If you want to look at it that way, I think that's that's fair. There's still a chance. Best, best crazy, chance they've had since they last were in if, the playoffs. It's just crazy that they dropped five points in two weeks to Chicago and Vancouver. Yeah, and they're five points out right now. By the way, like for reference. Hmm. That's you would look back crazy. at those games. You also just look, look back, back at, at November, right? They lost by yeah. one goal to teams like Vancouver. To uh, I think they lost to Philly by a goal. Did they lose to yep. Philly? 
Yeah, they right they they dominated Vegas twice, and I think lost both of those games. Yeah, you guys remember what dominated, they dominated uh, Vegas? Yeah. Eh? Yes, yes. <laughs> so so many games where it's like, if they just played, like if they didn't get unlucky as unlucky as they did in November, they're they just have to go five hundred to make the playoffs at this point. Like they're in a spot and they just have to not get past. And so next year you have Chicken for the whole year and you have Norris for the whole year. If we want to talk about, you know, what the rest of the season well, looks like this moving is forward. Optimistically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like you're gonna run right. into injuries. I know a lot of people are like, well, we're gonna get a full year of this and this and this. It's like we're like every team gets like some pretty big injuries. Injury yeah. But, but, but I, what I will what I will say is I think the Sens have been rather very unlucky with their injuries yeah. compared to other teams. And I another thing, I think even if let's say you get Norris back and someone else gets injured. I'm not gonna even going to say it any names because I feel like it's just a bad omen. But I think you also have to factor in Debrinket is probably going to not be in as big of a slump next season. Yeah. Batherson yeah. has looked a lot better lately. He said his yeah. ankle's feeling 100%. Like, he's finally driving the net. He's finally, you know, making stuff happen on the rush instead of just shooting it from outside the circle. So the second line, which has been a huge weakness all year, should, assuming there's no injuries and they keep Debrinket, be a huge strength next year, right? You have Chikrin, who should be there for the whole season. A lot, it's not only did they add these guys, but also they're turning they also won't have for all the games that we had them. Yeah, the other thing yeah. that I would say, I'm like just going on that track, is I think the Sens are, are really getting there, like weeding out the the stinky players like they don't exactly. have a lot of wow. stinky players Call them out adam jesus you know what but i that's, mean that's that's what i was saying or trying to say early in the year like just i think i tweeted a couple times like not not only are they improving they're also improving on weaknesses so it's not going from zero to good it's going from negative to good which is like a double double positive if you will yes so yeah um next step okay. is the bottom six in that regard next oh step God, is please. yes yeah. they can sign some point. depth yeah, sign some depth. Or, you know, call Maybe up some depth. Call up anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still think you'd want to sign guys because... Absolutely, yeah. They probably what have, I'm saying like, is there's so much... Would you, so, so would you bring back... Derek Broussard scored 12 goals this year. You Are you bringing him back next year? Um, Maybe I'll That's the most in your bottom six it. by far. Yeah. It's most in your bottom six, but he's going to be a year older. Yeah, that's the thing. I would want him power, power play, play. Too again next year. Yeah. Yeah. Or power play goals. I'd also I'd rather bring him like, back if he's like a 13th forward comes in for injuries. And the stuff. thing is, we have so yeah. many 13th forwards. We yeah. have Parker Kelly. We have like, I don't know if Gambrell is going to get extended, but you know, dude, Gambrell. Okay. I, I know <laughs> oh, I said this. Oh, I said this, this again, <laughs> I, but I, I can't be the only one who thinks that I think Gambrell has been cooking lately. I tweeted it. I think he's been good. I've, I've, I've enjoyed cooking. watching. I wouldn't him, say good. Know. I wouldn't say good. Yeah. I, I would say, say not sure. I, my opinion is that he's been good lately. I've enjoyed watching him. I think he hasn't but, been a liability, is what. Yeah. What I'm okay. That's when good. healthy. You have to. I think you look at what the lines are like right now, and the bottom six is terrible. But when healthy, you add Norris to that. You add Joseph to that. Uh, Gote should be in the lineup more next yeah. year. Yeah, Greg has only played. Say. Greg Agreed. has only played sixteen games, right? Yeah. So, you know, what your I will third say... line. What's the third line right now? Broussard, um, Pinto, or Greg? One of the two. One of the other and Gambrell. Next year, it should be something like Joseph, Pinto, and Greg. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot, right? And then you you have, you know, you could call up Crookshank, Louie. I know you want me to bring that up. Um, Castellic, Broussard drops down. If he stays, you sign guys. like Lucini. Just, Lucini, for Lucini. Yeah. I would love yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind when that. When we were making our team, Louie, when we were making our team, we didn't even put Goche on there. 
Oh wow, yeah. But but I'd but he there. but I would have him on my I would have him on my team next year. I have no Shea. problem with him on the fourth line at all. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. I don't know why they're sitting him right now. To be quite frank, yeah, I don't get that. Yeah. Either. Especially given the injuries we have, like what? Umbrella's been cooking. <laughs> Josh, yeah. no, okay. don't even. <laughs> okay, we're gonna let's let's call it before it gets hostile. Uh, before we go, before we go quickly. Uh, yes, very I know that we're we're looking for one Ottawa team to make the playoffs right now, but let's uh let's give a big shout out to those 67s because they have been locked into this locked into this first uh to this first place in the East for a while. They're having like one of the best seasons in the history of their team. Also their third regular season trophy in four seasons. Yep. Um and their playoffs are starting next weekend in Gatineau because there's some curling going on at uh, at TD Place. So they're they're playing Slush Puppy Center uh game 1 and 2 opponent tbd and and all so what what we will it's gonna be kingston or oshawa for it's gonna be kingston or oshawa so that'll be a good series here's what we will say next episode is episode 67 that's all we're gonna say next episode is episode number 67 you you can you can do with that what you want and and on that note we're gonna sign off Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you guys next time. Take care, everybody. Bye.